Hello, everyone. This is Tyler Johnston with Johnston Realty. Thank you for checking into our weekly podcast to stay up to date with the market changes and trends in Douglas, Wyoming. You can always check out our newest listings at www.johnstonrealty.biz or like us on Facebook to stay up to date on community events and our new listings there as well. So far this week, we've seen two new homes come on the market, one at $129,000, one at $294,000. One home sold this week for $175,000. And then we've still got six under contract, one at $246,000, and the rest are under that $200,000 mark. So right now there's 114 homes on the market in Douglas. There's 60 of those under the $200,000 price range, 37 between the two dollars to $300,000 price range, 10 between the three and four hundred, and seven over $400,000. So that's still where our market's kind of holding. It's still kind of quiet as far as the sales are going, but there's definitely a lot of homes to choose from. And with interest rates the way they are right now, it's a great time to see if you'd be able to get that new home that you've had your eye on for a little bit. Interest rates have held the same from last week. So for your conventional loans, you're at three and seven eighths for a 30-year loan. And then your government uh, loans, the FHA, VA, and rural development loans are still at that three and a quarter. So definitely a great time to be talking to a lender and see what you qualify for. Last week, we kind of briefly touched on things that you should be asking or looking for as a buyer through the sales process. So I thought this week we'd talk a little bit briefly about what a seller should expect when they go to sell their home. Obviously, the first big question every seller has is, what's my home worth in today's market? So the easiest thing to do is contact a realtor, uh, whoever you feel comfortable with, or even contact three or four. Ask them some questions. Say, you know, what's I'm thinking about selling. Um, curious to know what my home is worth. And ask if they'd come over and do a market analysis and put together some numbers for you. And now that process may change from office to office. The way I'm going to re- talk about today is just the way that I do it here at Johnston Realty. Um, so definitely would take a look at the house, uh, pull up the information on the assessor's website, see how many square footage, ask you some questions about condition, roof, baths, uh, any upgrades that you've done to the home, and then go back through the past sales after I've had a chance to actually be in the house and take a look at it. And I go over those previous sales to compare square footage, number of bedrooms, a condition of the house to try and arrive at what I think would be a good sales price for you for the home in the current market. Now, other offices may do it a little bit different. And then, you know, it's always up to the seller as well. You may have a number that you need to get out of your home and make sure you have that conversation with, you know, if they say, well, you know, based off sales, I think it's worth 200 And you say, well, you know, we did a home equity loan or um, did some other upgrades, put the house up for collateral for a different type of loan. If I'm going to sell it, I really need to get 195 out of it or 215 So... Make sure that the numbers work for you and have that conversation with the realtor when you're discussing what you think the house is worth. And the reason we go off of past sales from other houses is because we want to make sure that when an appraiser comes back through later for the bank, that that's what they're going to be doing as well. They're going to be going out and looking at all of the past sales to come up with and justify the value of the home for the bank on the sale of your home. So that's why we always look at the past sales instead of just kind of picking a number out of well, this is what we think. Well, we, I always try to compare the past sales so that way if we do get it under contract and we get through all of that other inspection period and the sale and the negotiations, that the appraiser doesn't come back and say, well, I see it's for sale for $250,000, but I'm telling the bank that it's only worth 225000 So now you've got an appraisal that doesn't meet the value and either you have to take a less amount for the home 
or the buyer has to look at it and say, you know what, I disagree with that appraisal, but in order to get the bank to give me the money, I have to pay the difference between the appraisal and the contract price in cash. So now I'm going to pay $25,000 to make the deal work. You want to make sure that if you do sell the house and close on it, that it's going to benefit you in whatever you're trying to do. If you're trying to upgrade and buy a new home or you'll be moving out of state, you want to look at it and say, well, this is what I definitely need to get out of it, but I want to make sure that we, we sell it quickly because I start a new job in two months or something like that. So you always want to discuss your goals with the realtor when you're going through the process and say, this is why I'm doing it and this is what I need to do to accomplish with the sale. Our job is to help you not only with the sales transaction, but also make sure that you get the most value out of your home when you do sell it. Um, you know, as my dad says, you can only sell it one time. So you can only sell it once. So you want to make sure that you're not leaving any money on the table and saying, oh, well, I want to sell it for this or, oh, I shouldn't have sold it for that. I should have held out a little bit longer. Have those conversations with your realtor. Um, prior to signing a listing and make sure that things are going to work for you. Now, if the number that you have in mind differs from what the realtors come up with, have that conversation and talk about it. I mean, we're trying to give you the information we have available to us. Um, can compile off of all the numbers and statistics that we have available to us and what we think we can um, get you for your home. But if you have a different number in mind, have that conversation and see where it goes. What you want to get out of your house and what a buyer thinks the house is worth are often two very different things. The best thing that we can do is find that one buyer that agrees with the value for that one seller and thinks, well, that's a great home. I think it's totally worth that price and let's make an offer and make a purchase happen. It only takes one buyer to come along and complete that transaction for you as the seller. We had one house listed and it was on the market for five months. It didn't show it once in five months. Then. Two people looked at it in the same week. One offer was at, uh, about $40,000 less than the asking price. And two days later, the next person that looked at it loved the home, thought it was exactly what they wanted, and made a full price offer. So don't get frustrated as a seller if you're showing the house a lot of times and nothing's really happening. There's always that one buyer that's been looking for this exact home. Talk about submitting your home to the MLS, the Multiple Listing Service. That'll get it out to the most uh, offices and get it the most exposure as quickly as possible because of all the members in the Casper MLS. It goes out to all the different real estate offices in town. And so you've got your realtor representing you as the seller, and but now you've opened it up to other realtors to be able to help find a buyer to purchase your home and help you close out that transaction. Uh, you also want to talk about whether or not you want to sign in the front yard. Some people like to have a sign, some people don't. Uh, I've seen a sign as a great way to draw attention and get the house exposed, just as good as the internet. Um, you never underestimate the power of just a, a sign in front of a place. Somebody drives by it and makes a phone call. Hey, I saw a sign. What is that one? What are they asking for? What, what's the house like? What's that property like? Um, I've gotten three phone calls this week, just people driving by, saw a sign. Hey, I'm just curious, and so you never know. That Sometimes that's all it takes. Ask your realtor what type of marketing or advertising they're going to be doing to get your property sold. Do they advertise on specific websites? Do they do any social media networking or marketing? I always ask my sellers permission to post videos and photos of the home up on Facebook. Um, 
Instagram, all those social media websites as well, just to get more exposure. The more people that see it, then that exposes it to more buyers. Say, hey, Bill, I know you were looking for a house. You should see this one I just saw on Facebook the other day. It was kind of like the one you were talking about you were looking for. So those are great ways to get things out. You want to talk to your realtor and see what type of plan they have for you. Ask about the cost. Are they going to charge you for the advertising or are they paying for the advertising themselves? If they're putting it in certain publications that you'd like it in, like a farm and ranch or um, magazine or periodical like that. Ask about keys. What are they going to do when they want to show the house? What works for you and your realtor? Uh, do they do a lockbox? Do they keep a key at their office and make the appointments with the listing agent? I do all of our appointments with the listing agent and then I contact my seller and say the house would be, like to be shown at Thursday at 3. Does that work for you? Or I know 3 o'clock when the kids are getting out of school. Should we do it later that afternoon? Have that conversation. See what type of notice you want to provide for a showing. Uh, like I've said before in Douglas, we usually do about a 24-hour notice for a showing depending on the home and the seller. In Casper, I've shown houses up in Casper for clients, and it's usually like a 30-minute notice. The average days on market in Douglas right now is 173 days. So if your house sells very fast, that's awesome, but sometimes it might take a little bit, and you need to have that conversation with your realtor on what type of condition you want to keep the house in or how much notice you need before somebody comes to look at it as a purchase. Um, you know, Casper's market's a little bit different than ours, even though they're only 50 miles away. I don't expect my sellers to live in a house and have it show ready all the time. I mean, it's still your home. You haven't moved out yet. If it's vacant, that's something else. But have that conversation on what you'd like as a seller as far as notice for somebody to come in and look at the home for purchase. Talk to your realtor about what you're willing to leave behind with a purchase price. Say, you know, I'm going to be selling it for $250,000. The refrigerator stays, the dishwasher, the disposal, microwave. I don't want to take my washer and dryer or say, hey, you know what? We just bought this refrigerator three months ago. We're going to take it with us when we leave. So make sure people know the refrigerator does not go with the home sale. Um, so you want to have those conversations as well to let everybody know up front what is or is not going with the purchase of that home. If you're planning on doing any upgrades to the house, make sure to let the realtor know that right away and ask them what they think as far as an opinion on that. Is it a good idea to do it now or should we wait? I had a friend of mine who was thinking about selling his home and asked a couple questions. He said, you know, I want to put in an RV parking next to my house. I've got the loan at the bank. It's ready to go. Say it's going to cost me $5,000 to put this in. Does that add $5,000 worth of value to my house? And the short answer is no, it doesn't. Just because you spend that on an improvement doesn't mean that adds that much more value to the home. It makes the home more attractive to potential buyers who think, oh, hey, that's cool. I've got a boat and a four-wheeler. I can park it there next to the garage. That's why I like this house. But it will help the house sell, but it doesn't necessarily add value dollar per dollar for the types of upgrades and changes you make to the home in order to get it ready to sell. So have that conversation with your realtor as well if you've got any upcoming renovations or ideas to, in the meantime, you're thinking, well, I think I'll go ahead and do this even though the house is for sale. It'll, maybe it'll help it sell. Um, have that conversation before you go spend a whole bunch of money on upgrades on something that you may not get your money back out of right away. 
have a conversation with the realtor about what they think an appraiser might be looking for when they come over to do an appraisal on the home. Uh, is there any peeling paint outside? If it's a manufactured home on a foundation, are there tie-downs installed? Uh, do you have a structural engineer's report? Because those will be things that a lender will require for any buyer to purchase that type of home. So ask those types of questions. What do I need to provide a buyer in order for them to get a loan? Is there anything specific that I need to do to make sure that the transaction can be closed out and processed? Ask about what types of products your home will qualify for when a buyer does come in to get financing, whether it's FHA, uh, the rural development, which is available here in Douglas, and have that conversation as well so you know what to expect when you get that offer. Um, ask what uh, it's going to cost for a title office to do closing, uh, any closing fees, uh, find out what your taxes are, so that way you've kind of got an idea, and your realtor should be able to give you a breakdown of your estimated net proceeds from the sale of your home that breaks down all these costs for you so you can see the final numbers at the end of the transaction. Make sure you know what your payoff amount with the bank is, so that way you've got the house listed, and then say you start negotiating on repairs or closing costs, you want to know what your bottom dollar is, so make sure you know what your payoff is from the bank, so that way when you go into negotiations, you can make informed, good decisions that are going to help you in your overall goal with the sale of the home. Also ask about how long you're going to be listing it for. You can always set the terms, so it's, it's your property, it's your home, and you're going to agree to sell it under these specific terms for this amount, um, at this percentage for a commission, for this set period of time, this is what you're agreeing to. And you can make sure that you specify all of that and ask your real estate agent who you're talking with on what they recommend, um, what they charge, and also a, an expected time frame, how long you want to list it for. Say, you know, I'm thinking about moving. If I can sell my house in the next two months, I'm going to do it. If I can't, then I think I'm just going to stay here in town. So we'll set the listing for two months. Or say, you know, we just want to put it on the market and see what happens. Set it out for six months, a year. You can pick that time and have that conversation with your agent to make sure that you're doing what works best for you when you go to set all these terms for the sale of your home. Like I said, this is just a brief overview of things to be thinking about if you're thinking of selling, um, questions to ask when you do go to sell. Um, if you're ever thinking about it, just pick up the phone and call a realtor. Uh, you can ask them questions. I know I don't charge for market analysis. I mean, the best thing to do is just go over, see the home, visit with you, say, hey, what are your goals? What are you trying to do? And this is what I think we can make happen best thing to do is just get all the information that you can so that way you can make a very informed decision and make sure that the sale of your home is going to help you accomplish the goals that you're wanting to do. I'd like to thank everybody for tuning into this week's podcast. Make sure you click subscribe on iTunes or you can always listen on our website at www.johnstonrealty.biz and make sure you keep checking out our Facebook page for all of our new listings and marketing updates there as well. We've actually got one new home we're just going to be adding to the market over the weekend over on 882 Flicker Street, so take a look. Thanks, everybody, and have a great weekend.
Thank you all for tuning in this week for the market update. Make sure to check out our website, www.johnstonrealty.biz, to stay up to date on all of our new listings. And also like us on Facebook to stay up to date with community events like the Craft Hockeyville. The voting's been going all week. Hopefully we'll see what happens with that. And also all of our new marketing there as well. Don't forget to click subscribe there to the right or also on iTunes. Stay up to date every week. Big thanks to our special guest last week, Angie Pyle from People's Mortgage. We'll be having some other lenders joining us as well in upcoming episodes. So make sure to tune in every week. Thanks, everybody, and have a great weekend.